Blog Talk Radio. Why, hello. This is Dr. John Wadsworth. I'm talking to you live from Pearl River, Louisiana, on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. And we're going to talk about a prayer journal uh, to listen to our Heavenly Father, not to write to God or to write down our thoughts about God or to God, but a time where you write down what God is saying to you. That's what this prayer journal is about. Well, to begin with, uh, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I was saved, uh, born again, when I was 12 years old at Edgewater Baptist Church in New Orleans, Louisiana. Born and raised in New Orleans. And um, then when I was uh, about 26, let's see, I was about 12, 13 when I was saved. 26, I rededicated my life to the Lord, went into the ministry, uh, was in the ministry for a good while. And then I fell away. I went into addiction, um, got back into the ministry. And then I just, well, uh, kind of retired, but now I'm back at it. So um, I, I want to explain a little bit about this program, what this program's about. This program is about reconciling yourself to God and the, the two main, or well, the, the main power or activity, or let's say in English, the verb, the action that is involved in a Christian's life is love. And according to Matthew uh, 26, or 22, verses 36 through 40, uh, there was a question asked Jesus in verse 36, which is the great commandment of the, in the law? And Jesus said unto him, <clears throat> excuse me, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So the whole word of God is based on these two uh, commandments and this action in our lives. And the priority, the first priority is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. So that's what this radio program is about, is it getting those two priorities straight and experiencing the re- results of living that life in, in your life. And so another thing I'd like to explain and make sure that everybody understands is our, or Whitestone's, profession of who Jesus Christ is. And I'm reading this from Matthew Henry. He puts it out pretty good there. It's in 1 John chapter 1, no, chapter 4, verse 2. And it says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. This is the rule by which believers may know whether a man professing to have the Spirit of God to be called and sent by him, and whether the doctrine he preaches is of him or not. And it says, Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And there's a lot of false teachers and doctrines out there And I want to make sure that everybody understands what our doctrine is. 
that it is of the God, of the Spirit of God. That is, every doctrine which carries this truth in it, or every man that owns and professes and publishes the doctrine concerning Christ, is on the side of God and truth, and which contains several articles in it, respecting the person on and office of Christ, as that he existed before he came in the flesh, not in human nature, or as man, or as an angel, but as the Son of God, as a divine person, being truly and properly God, so that this confession takes in his divine sonship and proper deity, and also his true and real humanity, that the Messiah was incarnate against the Jews and was God and man in one person, and that he was really man and not in, not in appearance only against the heretics of those times, not in appearance only. And it also includes his offices as, the, as that Jesus of Nazareth was the Christ, the Messiah, which the Jews denied, and that he was the anointed prophet, priest, and king. And so is a confession of acknowledgement of all the doctrines of the gospel, which came by him as a prophet and as and of his satisfaction, sacrifice, and intercession as a priest, and of all his ordinances and commands as a king, that he is the only savior and redeemer of men. That's our doctrine. Now, I read that from Matthew Henry. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> But uh, that is our approach, and that is who we talk about, Jesus Christ. Nothing less than that, nothing more than that. So there's a lot of different doctrines and approaches and teachings of who Christ is and uh, his positions and authority and power. And so we just want to straighten that out and make sure that everybody understands that. But God bless you. We can, love, we can help you. Love to do so. Contact us for Blog Talk Radio. You can send us an email. Um, we have a Facebook page, Whitestone Ministries. You can contact us through that by uh, just searching WSRR and leave a message there or comment there. You can go there. We have some teaching tools on that. So one of the things that I have found that uh, has helped a lot of people, that I, has helped me and a lot of other folks, is a prayer journal. And the prayer journal is, again, like I said, is listening to what God has to say in uh, our time alone with him while we're reading the scriptures. And we write down what he says to us. Now, sometimes it might not have anything to do with what we're reading. I've tested this. I shouldn't say tested it. I've used it in uh, uh, different rehabs that I have uh, counseled and taught at. And it's been a big help to everyone that, uh, and one of the main things is, is that going over the scriptures, they find out that God is speaking to them personally about something in their life that they need to develop or um, de yeah, develop or change or grasp or embrace uh, that God's trying to get a hold of them. And he's got their attention during this quiet time or this time dedicated to talk to God, read God's word, and hear from God. And there's no better way of recording that than by 
uh, writing it down and having a record of it. And so that's what I just want to go over in a few minutes what um, what we're talking about here, how to have a, a prayer journal. Well, one thing is in a prayer journal is that, well, it's got to be a journal. And you got to have, uh, hold on a second. You got to have something to write it on. And you get a notebook. Just get an old composition book. Uh, one place I counseled at and taught at uh, was a residential treatment program. Um, one of the volunteers there was a doctor, and a medical doctor, and he would uh, come out and volunteer one day or two days a week and uh, help the men with their ailments. And one thing he de uh, donated was a composition book. Uh, he gave them each, uh, I think it cost a dollar. He, he'd buy them by the cases, and we'd give them out to each man that came in. And the main reason was it's for the journal. And when you get a journal or a notebook, it's something personal, it's private. And uh, as you go through the scriptures, you write down the date and what passage of scripture you uh, were reading. And Write down what God is saying to you, not what you're saying to him. He knows what you're saying. You've been doing it for a good while. <clears throat> so write daily, and that's another big thing. When do I write? Do I write daily at quiet time while reading the scriptures. How do I know when the Father is speaking to me? Well, you got to do it on a regular basis. And I would... Uh, uh, I would say you had to do it for a lot about, you'd have to do it for at least 21 days straight. So it gets into a habit of doing it. And then you'll start seeing or experiencing a difference in your uh, thinking. <clears throat> you'll realize that when God speaks, you'll start developing that spiritual ear for God's voice in you, in your heart. So you got it takes a while uh, to do it. So you have to continually do it on a regular basis, 21 days at least. Then you'll get to enjoy it. You'll experience, you'll get excited about wanting to hear God talk to you. Then you'll start hearing him talk to you during the day. You might be watching uh, something on TV. You might be at work. You might, uh, some comment might be say, uh, said uh, and and God just uh, God's spirit confirms it or adds to that com comment. You can be reading a newspaper and the Holy Spirit uses that uh, to communicate to you. But you'll know that voice because that voice will be, you'll be used to hearing it. So that's what's in, uh, important. I used to, um, before I, uh, I was working as a uh, maintenance electrician and before I'd go into work, I sit in my car and do my devotion, uh, my quiet time, and reading the, the Psalms. And God would always speak to me and tell me, this is hey, you know, you're going to have problems with this machine. Uh, bring these tools to, uh, to fix it. And so he gave me a heads up on what the day was going to be like because that was his will for me. Remember, as it says, Jesus said, this is how you pray. Our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Uh, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
well, this was God's will for me. Thy will be done. And as a child of God, he wanted me, of course, uh, to do, uh, do a, a good job, do an excellent job, uh, just bring glory to him. And so he helped me with that and gave me insight. And I, I heard his voice. And even when I was working during the day, he would help me out. So because I could understand, I, I could hear his voice. I was used to hearing his voice in my quiet time and, my, and writing it in the journal. One of the biggest thing is, is that, you know, there's, as a, as a doctor would say, uh, nothing said unless it's written down. <laughs> and so a, a conf- confirmation of what God is saying to you is by writing it down. By writing it down, then you can read it. And what's interesting, you can go over the same passage of scriptures uh, on different days, uh, say every one or two months, uh, you'll go over the same passage and God will speak to you in different ways because there's a different need in your life. There's something that he wants to communicate to you on that day. And that's why it's so important to do it daily. Give us this day our daily bread. Daily, we have to have that communication and God's will spoken to us and so that we can truly understand it. And what is that? That's the best life there is to live. That's God's will for our life, and that's the best life. Uh, it's abundant life that Jesus promised us. So how would we know Father's voice? How do we know the Father is speaking to us? Remember when I said, uh, I just read to you about the trying the spirits. In First John chapter uh, 4, verse 1 says, try the spirits, because there's a lot of spirits out there. Um, let me read that to you. We'll be reading that. Beloved, believe not every spirit. First John chapter 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Even every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And that's why I read that to you uh, at the beginning of the program, that you understand um where I'm teaching from and that Jesus Christ was eternal. So he was here or he was before uh, he came in the flesh. He always was the son of God. Now he put on flesh to fulfill God's, the father's will for us, uh, for us. Thank. And I thank God that he was obedient. And that's where John three sixteen comes in for God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. So how do I know it's God speaking to me? Because God is love. God is love. Uh, you can go to First John, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and chapter 4 again, and you can go down to uh, verse 7 in chapter 4. I'm going to start reading there. So if you want to go to 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So you want to know how God, if that's God's voice or not, God is love. And his voice is going to have 
his love manifested in you by his Holy Spirit and any voice or anything that uh, his will that he's going to communicate to you is going to be based on the unconditional, eternal love empowered in you by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. By the Holy Spirit. Uh, look at verse 9 of chapter First uh, John, chapter 4, verse 9. And this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Now, more plainly, can you say? So what is God's will for your life? That we might live through him. I'm going to read that verse again. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Now, I don't know no, no, I don't know any better way of living than through Christ. I've tried it. I've tried it as a believer. I've backslidden and uh, did worse things, unfortunately, than I did before I was saved. Um, and God, and, you know, I got tempted and, of the world and the world and things of the world drew me away to live a life that's not through him. And there's no better life than to live through him. There is no better life for me. The highest quality of life that you are going to live is going to be through Christ living through you. Look at verse 10, first John chapter four, verse 10. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So God loved us enough, not that we love God. No, I've got a flesh that does not love God. I've got a human spirit that does not love God, my creator. But then I have a born-again spirit. And I have the Holy Spirit that encourages me and empowers me to love God and fulfill the first commandment. But that's because he loved me first. What did he do? In verse 10, sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Propitiation, the definition of that is a satisfying sacrificial sacrifice. A satisfying sacrifice, acceptable sacrifice for me. That's what Jesus Christ did. That's what God the Father, that's how much he loved us, that he sent his only son to be a propitiation, to take my place. A satisfying substitutionary sacrifice for us. And if you believe what I just said, what I'm saying, and believe it, then, and accept it, then, and confess it, then you are a child of God. The Holy Spirit immediately comes into you. You're baptized in the Holy Spirit, and you start living a different life. The scriptures come alive. They make sense. They're not boring. They're not, they're not going to, uh, the Bible's not going to. Uh, just, you know, prop up your couch to make it level. You're going to start want, 
wanting to read it. They won't want to put it down. So, so that's how you know when God's speaking to you because of these, because of his love is permeated in the message. It's flowing through the message. Um, verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. So that's how you can tell. Like, it's a message from God. Well, what happens if uh, you're reading, and all of a sudden, you got all of these thoughts at work, and you got all this other stuff going on in your life, family problems, whatever, and they just be popping in your head, floating in your head. Well, in your journal, write them down. And so you kind of exhaust them, and they, you, you, you've addressed them. You've paid attention to them. You wrote them down. And so that clears your head up or your heart up to hear God's voice. You're not ignoring those thoughts or whatever, uh, but you're putting them on the side. You're putting them on the back burner right now so that you can hear God's word. And God uh, is going to speak to you about how much he loves you, how much he wants you to uh, be with you and spend time with you, have your attention, and also uh, help you with your daily uh, walk in life and help you with your relationships because God is love. Like we just saying, he says, verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. So where should I start reading the scriptures? Well, I, I recommend First John. Just start reading First John and let God speak to you. And you can trust God's word. You can know God's word. And, and uh, you have that foundation, uh, that common denominator between you and God, that you know what you're going to, when you hear God, what it's going to be about. And uh, you can write it down and act on it. Live your life according to it. So whose journal is it? Whose journal is it? It's yours. It's your personal. Um, my wife doesn't read my journal. Um, it's my journal. I can, I can, it's private. And so I can write in it what I want. Sometimes God deals with me about things that um, are kind of uh, uh, bring up a lot of questions if my wife's hot. And so uh, a lot of explanations. And so it's personal, it's private. It's yours and no one, uh, no one else's. It's your inspired word of God. It's your inspired word of God. So uh, again, I encourage you to do it for 21 days straight. It takes five, 10 minutes. It's not how much verses you read. It's not how many verses you read. Uh, five or 10 minutes a day, I recommend in the morning. Uh, spend some time alone with God, get that notebook out, and just write down what he says. It's not He's not long-winded. It won't take, he doesn't say much, but you can write down what he says. He's very concise and to the point. It's going to be about him loving you and loving others. So God bless you. And if we can help you anyway uh, with your walk with the Lord, we want, want to do that. Um, I get free seminars. Uh, if you'd like me to come and talk, uh, I'd love to do it. 
Um, the, the cost is uh, it's free. Like I just said, it's a free seminar. I just asked for a little bit of uh, help with transportation and boarding. But if we can help you, please contact us at WSM217 at gmail.com or at Facebook, Whitestone Ministries, or Blog Talk right here. God bless you. Try this out, this journal. I'll be asking you in the future if you are. God bless you. See you here, there, or in the air.